everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, hello. Hi. Halloween has come and gone. Cheap candy day has come and gone. But now, you know what it is. It's Thanksgiving season. You're goddamn right it is. And we've got we've we've got at least something to give you a taste of uh, of some of the Thanksgiving related content that I'm sure we'll have throughout the month before we get to you know the the biggest day on the fat calendar. Oh, I can't wait, dude. I've been thinking about it. I uh I didn't talk about it much last week, but my my mom is in rehab. She broke her hip. Um so, you know, I've been having family come by and visit and stuff and my aunt who hosts Thanksgiving came and I'm like, I don't know. I'm assuming you're hosting. This is my RSVP. This is my official RSVP. Yeah. We will be there. Uh, count on us being there. I'm going to also RSVP here for my parents. They're going to come mm-hmm. too. So yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be there. So yeah, I, I look forward to it. Like, the countdown is on dude. The, the countdown is on. Yep. I've, I got clearance of a couple extra days off of work. I'm doing what I did last year and I'm going down to uh, Gillespie with uh, Sam's family. So that'll be cool to get to go down there and have it be nowhere near as awkward as last time, because last time we'd only been dating for like six weeks. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like I went, I did that That's quick right. looking. It's funny looking back on it. I'm like, boy, that was kind of ballsy. Hey man, I just decided to do that. Yeah, it absolutely did. So it'll be fun this time around to, uh, you know, have Sam's dogs actually know me and not try and kill me the, like the, on the first meeting. So that, that'll be a plus and knowing everybody so much better. So it's going to be a good time. That's a bonus. That's fun. Yeah. No, I mean, at Thanksgiving, you want to get to the point where you unbutton your pants and lay around. You know, you bring your you bring your sweatpants or your stretchy pants with you and just mm-hmm. uh, and don't feel weird falling asleep. I think you've I think you've gotten to that point with Sam's family, so that's good. Yes. All right. Yes. Make sure you're following us on all of our social medias at I'm Fat Pod. That is Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We've got the I'm Fat Podcast fans page on Facebook as well. Look that up. Easy to find. Good stuff there. Uh, we have our merch. I'm fatmerch.com. Everything is on sale the rest of the month, starting on Thursday, November 9th. So if you're going to stock up on I'm Fat merch, like the shirt I'm wearing here, the No Bad Words design, we've got a bunch of different designs, some holiday-themed designs. We've got the Thanksgiving one that says uh, Fat Guy Christmas with a big turkey mm-hmm. on it. There's all sorts of great stuff in there. Go to I'mFatMerch.com. And as the holidays approach, and you've got some shopping to do for people, use that link if you're buying anything at Public. You know, so you, you want to buy a, you know, whatever, some kind of wrestling shirt or some band shirt that's available on Public. Use I'mFatMerch.com and then search for what you're looking for through there. And we get a couple bucks every time you make a purchase there. So we would appreciate that if you don't mind. Uh, what else? We've got our Patreon, Patreon.com slash I'mFatPod. And our YouTube page. We post the video every Tuesday of the episode, YouTube.com slash I'mFatPodcast. You need the whole word there, I'm fat podcast at the end. And make sure you subscribe to that channel as well. All right, now that we're done whoring ourselves out. Right. I want to start. 
this show, as I mentioned, I've been kind of either working or at the rehab facility with my mom. Uh, so I've been eating a lot of meals quickly. So I haven't had a lot of mm-hmm. like new stuff. I got a couple sure. that we're going to get to, but not as much as I would like. But shout out to Jersey Mike's. Mm-hmm. Jersey Mike's is always there for you. When you're starving at the end of the day and you just want something that's low maintenance and you know is going to be good, Jersey Mike's knocks it out of the park every freaking time. Every time. Like some of the best meals I've ever had have been Jersey Mike's because remember I talked about when I got my uh, colonoscopy, I couldn't eat for 24 hours and I just said to Hope, take me to Jersey Mike's. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like one of the best things I had. My mom's in the hospital, then rehab. I leave. Like, you know what? Jersey Mike's is right here. I'm going to go there and sit there and, and have a sub. And it just like, it just hits the spot. It's the same thing every time. It's so damn reliable. It's so damn good. So I want to shout out Jersey Mike's. There you go. I completely agree with you. And one of the biggest compliments that can be paid to them is the fact that they've changed the game enough to where Subway had to introduce actually slicing the meat (laughs) on location yes, or whatever you want to call that. I bet it's, I wonder if it's an actual real slicer or if it's still sent the same way, but they just have like something to make it look like it's actually slicing it. Yeah, maybe. That's like some kind of a meat ejector that's not actually yeah. slicing. Subway. Yeah, exactly. Now with real meat ish. Ish. So actually I've so I've been filling in producing and being part of the sports adjacent podcast since our friend uh Tony Gill became a dad. Yeah. That's so we could go, Tony. Get back to work. Jeez. Yeah, right. No, congrats to Tony Gill. Yes, exactly. And his wife Stephanie, they are both wonderful people. Uh but so on sports adjacent this week. Uh, Jason and Russ asked me to rank the, you know, main sub chains. Oh, so the, so the, my ranking was Jersey Mike's one Quiznos two, firehouse three pot belly four, Jimmy John's five subway six. The only one I would switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're on it. You're on it. The only one I would switch is Jimmy John's and pot belly. I would put Jimmy John's okay. Potbelly has sharp ass bread. We talked about that. And Russ <laughs> Russ was like, so it's the Captain Crunch of sub places? It's like, <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. And Russ, you definitely used to be a fat guy. Now, let me say this though. Like, in terms of the entire restaurant experience, Potbelly is better. Mm-hmm. But if we're only yes. ranking sandwiches, mm-hmm. yeah, give me Jimmy John's above them. Um, and Jimmy John's has Jimmy chips, which are awesome. True. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, it's Pop Belly has the cookies. They do have the cookies. But if, if we got to go by just sandwich, mm-hmm. give, boy, am I shiny today? Jesus. You sweaty? Sorry. No, I'm just shiny. All right, there we go. I had to buff my forehead Whatever. for the, my five head. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like Well, Jimmy I John's look, I look, extra, I look like a vampire. I'm so white. <laughs> I don't know what my deal is because I'm not, I'm not actually this white. No, I can confirm. You're more pink yeah, than so. white. Yeah, exactly. Especially like right now where I am just the slightest bit warmer than normal. So it's like I'm pre-glistening, you know, that feeling where you're like about to start to sweat, but you're not. Yes. That's about where I am. All right. Yeah, I know exactly that feeling. Or you take too long of a shower or Mm -hmm. too hot of a shower. Yeah, that was the thing. And now, mind you, I took my shower a few hours ago, but it's, you know, this is the time of day to recording like mid morning 
like around 10, 10 30 that boy, if that sun is on your side, it's killer. Yeah. So that's part of the, that's part of the issue too, is just everything is naturally warmer because the sun's right here on its way up and it's, it's toasty. It is toasty. Yeah. Well, you look fine. Don't worry about it. We'll Thank touch you. it up in post. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can't actually, I, maybe Mike, I can do no. that. I don't know. Well, while we're I on this, do not care. Do not, do not make the effort, Micah. Yeah. Uh, not to hijack the show so far, but because we're on the subject Whatever. of sandwiches, last mm-hmm. week we got a recommendation for a couple sam- a couple places in Little Italy. There was Carms, which is like mm-hmm. a beef and a hot dog place. Didn't go there yet, but Fontano's on Polk and Carpenter. And I had a little bit of time uh, before work, and I went to Fontano's, and boy, am I glad I did. Look at that bad boy, Rick. That is the yeah. Fontano's Blockbuster Sub Ham, Genoa Salami, Capicola, Provolone, and Swiss. Two kinds of cheese. Address is 1058 nice. West Polk, but there are several Fontano's locations. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect because the one I've seen before is on 95th Street, and it looks like your basic sandwich shop. Like, I've never yeah. been in there. The one in Little Italy was like a sandwich shop slash grocery. Like, you can go in there and get you know, pre-made food. Like they have a cooler with sausage and all that sort of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I think they had like some pasta you could buy. I was pretty laser focused on getting my order right. Um, yeah. But it was like one of those Italian grocery stores slash sandwich shops. But this was great. I'm 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 not ready to, it's not better than Graziano. To me, JP Graziano was still the best sandwich in the city. Yeah. But this is a close second. This is, this is wow. right there. It's got, a, a, the bread was real good. Uh, not mm-hmm. too soft, not too chewy, which if I do have a little bit of a criticism for Graziano is that the bread can be a little too chewy sometimes. Um, okay. But they put the oil and the vinegar on there, which was great. Uh, big, thick-cut tomatoes, which I enjoy more than I thought I did. Um, Interesting. Not a ton of lettuce, but, man, the meat was great and fresh. And then you could see those, like, I, for- I forgot to write down the brand of those chips. Those are, like, Italian potato chips in the background. Nice. Uh, those were also great. So check out Fontano's uh, Clark and, or I'm sorry, Polk and Carpenter. But they had all sorts of different, you know, Italian style subs and they had a, a Italian beef. They've also got like a three pound meatball sub sandwich that if mm-hmm. you eat it an hour, it's free and you get your picture on the wall. But if you don't finish it, you go on the wall of shame. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so That's great. Yeah. I don't know if I could take down a three pound sandwich anymore. Um, but I'm yeah. going to try their meatball sub at some point because everything there looked great. And it's right by my work. Parking was not great right there. Okay. I was expecting a little better. I had to kind of circle the block a couple times. And then I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if I was legally parked or not. But it doesn't seem like a place where the parking people are going to be overly aggressive. There's just a school right there. So I think okay. during school hours, be a little more careful. But, yeah, it was it was excellent. Just saying Saying it's not as good as Graziano is not a criticism. I think no. like it's Graziano and then everything else. So uh, mm-hmm. I would do not hesitate to go there if you're in the area. And I, and from what I understand, all of the Fontanos around the city are the same. They're the same place, the same menu. So you mm-hmm. don't have to go to that one on Polk. I know there's, like I said, one on 95th Street. There's a bunch. So check it out. Go get it. It's great. A, A. Graziano's an A+. Plus. They're an A. So, a solid A. All right. Well, it's just like with you, with where you work now, it's 
I have so many things I have to try that I want to try whenever yeah. I make it out there. The problem is I just like, ne I never have much of a reason to go to the city anymore. Yeah. Go to so. some Bulls games. They're entertaining. <laughs> Sorry. We haven't a couple this. days before Christmas, Victor Wembanyama's in town. We haven't played this. So anymore. that'll be fun. We've tried nothing and nothing's worked. Right. <laughs> That's my favorite Simpsons bit that people it, use all the time. <laughs> it's it's so true. I whatever. They're they're not that talent. They're not as talented as they should be, and they play dumb. They're almost as Other if that, they're, they're almost as if they're the White Sox of basketball. Hmm. Weird. If only there were through lines hmm. that we could notice. Anyway, sorry. Anywho, yesterday when I was at work. Uh, I was just, I wasn't even feeling like getting a big lunch or anything, but I was happy that I got talked into it because <laughs> the guy I was working with who I went to lunch with was like, Hey, I don't want to drive, but if you're willing to make the drive, I'll pay for your meal. Like deal. Done. Cool. So we went to Bolingbrook and he had a taste for the tasty biscuit, which is 372 South Bowling Bolingbrook drive. And I had a giant like stuffed biscuit is what it was called, but it was essentially let's throw all the breakfast things on a plate. I, I'm going to read the item description for it just so everyone can tell because there's that pepper jack sauce on top that kind of covers everything. This is the right picture, right? Yes, it okay, is. Okay, good. God so damn. the item is called a stuffed, a stuffed Cajun cheesesteak biscuit. Oh it's it's awesome and everybody knows i'm not the biggest breakfast food person but this is great so it's flaky drop biscuit stuffed with shaved ribeye marinated in garlic butter and cajun seasoning mm -hmm. griddled with green peppers onions and mushroom which i excluded then topped with two eggs smothered in their house-made smoky pepper jack cheese sauce atop hash browns that looks amazing. I mean, you sent me this. It, it really is. And, but without any context, and I was trying to figure out, what is this? It's, you know what it is? It's like two bricks stacked on top of each <laughs> other of delicious breakfast food. Because I'm always here for, for good steak. I love Cajun, Pepper Jack, either my favorite or second favorite cheese. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, this was an absolute home run. And the tasty biscuit, I, I was wondering if I'd been there before, partially because the name is similar to like, there's the nasty biscuit, which I know I've been to before. Yeah. And the fact that every breakfast place in the world now looks like all they do is they, they watch uh fixer upper and it's like the chip and Joanna Gaines style where it's like wood tables with white walls and black accents. And yeah. it's like. We get it, but all breakfast places look alike now. So I always feel like I have deja vu when I go to one, but still the food's incredible. Everything else I've, I saw on other people's plates looked really good. Portions are big, huge menu, lots of different things. The guy I was with said he'd been there quite a few times and tried different things and hadn't had any bad experiences yet. Shocking. So yeah. Right. So. I would highly recommend it 
for people. There's also a Naperville location. So Bolingbrook, Naperville, if you want really good breakfast food, I think they're open till three generally. So just keep that in mind. But for like a lunch option or a brunch option, it's fantastic. Yeah, that looks that looks really damn good. Uh, I have seen that. My sister-in-law lives in Bolingbrook, and I feel like I've made note of the Tasty Biscuit before. Yeah, it's by a strip mall that is absolutely empty. There's so. no way of there's no way of saying I made note of the Tasty Biscuit without it sounding. No, it sounds bad. You know, in what? a previous in a previous iteration of the podcast, I would have said I tried to get my ex to do that, but she didn't go for it. But we don't do that anymore. Yeah. Now, nope. I'm gonna nope. stop. Nope. I'm not there with Sam yet. You are. I'm not. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm screw it. I'm bringing this to error. I need a ruling okay. on this. Okay. Oh, so, okay. As you know, I'm in. Uh, yes. Speaking of tasty biscuits uh, mm-hmm. and sisters-in-law, I'm in a family group chat with my cousins on my dad's okay. side uh, okay. about our fantasy football league. Sure. So I'm not going to name names. Okay. But one of my cousins mm-hmm. sent his brother a mm-hmm. meme that okay. was a guy saying, this guy proposed a trade to me in my fantasy league and said, if he pulls the trigger on his trade, he can sleep with my wife once. I saw that as well. Okay. Is it appropriate for a brother to send this to his brother and say, Hey, this gives me an idea. No. (laughs) If you're listening, cousin, you just proposed on the family group chat that you want (laughs) to have sex with your sister-in-law. We all saw that. You just threw it out there that you have sexual (laughs) desire for your sister-in-law. And look, I'm sure there are and lots Thanksgiving of And Thanksgiving is coming up. Yeah. Everybody's going to see each other. <laughs> yes. And look. This will be fantastic dinner conversation. And by fantastic, I mean tragic. Well, this family will make it fun. And I hope they are Good. coming to the Thanksgiving I'm coming to. Um, but look, here's what I'll say, cousin. Uh, you are probably not the only guy on earth that has made eyes at his sister-in-law. This is a very famous channel on certain websites. Uh, that is, it is an, it is a common theme on documentary websites, so to speak. They get stuck in the in the dryer a lot, you know. Um, <laughs> but you just don't. Some things are better left to yourself. And if from a distance you want to say, you know what, my sister-in-law, she's attractive. That's a good-looking lady. Cool. Mm-hmm. Fine. Maybe leave it off the group chat that includes your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just a PS. Is the sister-in-law on the group chat? No, 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 Thank no, no. God. No. That. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Uh, yeah, I, that's all I got. Yeah, I just, so I'm. I'm that, that's, fa- that's fantastic. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, let's, let's not, let's not do that next time. No. I'd, I'd side texted my other two cousins like, um, did he just propose what I think he just proposed? Please tell me it's it came across ironic or, uh, you know, like as a joke that he did that. Um, Well, let's see oh. if I can find the exchange here. 
Oh, boy. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I'm just going to call him Bob and Mike, okay? Okay. So Bob sends the meme to Mike and says, Mike, I got an idea. Hear me out. <laughs> and then another cousin says, she's your cousin, for God's sake, when it's actually she's your sister-in-law, for God's sake. And then right. Bob says, business is business. <laughs> so, I mean, that's funny yeah no i mean that's and, funny and mike mike responded with laughter so he's he's not mad about it or anything but sure i just like it was one of those it's I one have, of the, it's one I of those phone, it's totally, like, it's it, yeah did he just did he just yeah. say did he just try to is he hey it's totally he's like hey it's totally a joke until the trade proposal <laughs> Unless it's not. I was right. kidding. Unless. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Unless right. you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're way behind on Reed. So let's get one in here, shall we? And as we're okay. in the spirit of Thanksgiving, uh, it is a really good time for you to go to Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. You know why? This month at Fredo's, the legendary Thanksgiving pizza slice is back only on Saturdays. Here's what it is. Ready? Okay fan myself okay starting with a luscious layer of fredo's turkey gravy adorned with creamy idaho mashed potatoes and slow cook herb roasted white wine turkey each one pound slice is a thanksgiving feast reimagined the melody of buffalo milk mozzarella whole milk mozzarella sharp provolone and cheddar cheese sings a cheesy tune that's hard to resist with a final sprinkle of our special Parmesan pizza seasoning and olive oil before baking, it's a slice of Saturday euphoria at a pre-discounted price of just $2.99. Nice. Every Saturday at Fredo's, the Thanksgiving pizza slice will be available. You can see it there on your screen. It is absolutely awesome. You had me at gravy and mashed potatoes. You could have stopped there. Yeah. And I would have so, been So, did you see the DiGiorno thing? I did, but let's talk about Fredo's first and get to it. Right. <laughs> so, if you want to try that or any of the great things at Fredo's, including the 50-50 beef and bacon burgers, which I knew about, uh, mm -hmm. that's the I'm Fat Burger too. you can go to Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg. Follow them on Instagram at Fredo's Pizza. They've also got Fredo'sBakery.com, and as your holidays approach, you're looking for gift ideas Get two pounds of uh, brownies, cookies, whatever for your loved ones. Uh, they're going to be very, very happy you did. But when you place your online order at Fredo'sPizza.com, use that code I'm fat and you'll save 10% every time. Yeah. Check them out on Instagram, though. And you they, they are very active on Instagram, showing you their mm -hmm. specials, showing you what's offered, all those sorts of things. So if you don't want to miss anything at Fredo's, make sure you jump on that and see all the great stuff they've got. And you'll see, like, the quality and the size and the portions and everything they offer there. It's so great. You're going to love Fredo's. We promise you, and you can save 10% with that code. I'm fat at fredospizza.com. On to your DiGiorno. Okay, my bad. Um, this, the Fredo's pizza, mm -hmm. Thanksgiving pizza, sounds so much better than the DiGiorno version, which tries to fit like every Thanksgiving thing on there. Yeah. Sometimes being able to edit is a good thing, and it sure sounds like Fredo's has that nailed. 
this DiGiorno one too is like extra expensive. And I saw a couple reviews of it that are like, eh, it's actually better than you think, but that's also a very relative term. So you yeah. know what I'm not going to be doing? Trying it. So here's you know what I will probably be doing. Trying the Fredo's one. Yeah. So here's the DiGiorno one. It's a Detroit style crust with Turkey gravy, diced sweet potatoes out, green beans, cranberries, two kinds of cheese, and a crispy onion topping. So they're basically making a Thanksgiving casserole and putting it on bread. Yeah. And I'm just not, like, the green beans, I don't need that. I don't need the sweet right. potatoes. Like, you're you're adding too many different, I would say, like, too many different flavors and textures in there for me. Yeah. You know, I, I I don't know. It doesn't sound as appetizing as, and I know, like, you know, we're saying that because Fredo's is our sponsor, but no, I, I just think that it just doesn't sound tasty. Right. Know. And even if you just, like, look at them both aesthetically, it's totally different. Yeah. It's very, very different. I know it's a small picture on your screen, but that's the, that's fine. That's the DiGiorno one. And yeah, like, Mm-mm. the sweet potatoes and peas feel kind of arbitrary. Yes. Or the beans, rather. And the onions, mm-hmm. crispy onion. I don't know. I yeah. could probably take or leave that. That's probably a personal preference thing, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, this is actually a good transition to one of the other things that I, I found this week. Campbell's mm. did their annual Thanksgiving polling about people's preferences. Okay. So, and this is all by state. So what I find interesting is that there is officially a an item that has overtaken stuffing as the most liked side item at Thanksgiving. It better Would be you mashed potatoes. Guess? Mashed potatoes. It, it it is mashed potatoes. Okay, it's gotta be. Yeah. So I'll just read this graph uh, verbatim here. Okay. For starters, mashed potatoes have overtaken stuffing as the most popular side dish of Thanksgiving. Last year stuffing had potatoes beat by a margin of five states. So number one, this year, mashed potatoes. Number two, stuffing. Number three is a first-time entrant to the top five, mac and cheese. Yeah, that's become a Thanksgiving staple. It wasn't when I was Mm -hmm. a kid, but yeah, suddenly it's been added. And then that pushed down yam slash sweet potato to fourth and green bean casserole to fifth. Neither of those are on my plate. Agreed. Agreed. That's yeah. Green bean casserole. You can just always keep sweet potato, maybe in chip form every once in a while, but not for Thanksgiving. And okay. And I know we've talked about this before and it didn't, I don't think it won any state individually. Uh, looks like a can cranberry sauce or looks like real cranberry sauce. I know that most people prefer it in a can. But mm-hmm. Hope makes really like Hope just herself makes really good cranberry sauce. So yes, I like hers. Before mm-hmm. she made it, I didn't eat any of it. I would just skip it yeah. all together. Um, but of like your standard homemade and your standard mm-hmm. canned, give me the canned. But Hope's is really really okay. good. Okay, I've generally been a canned person as well, but uh, Shannon's is very very good. So I'm looking forward to that for Thanksgiving. Uh, and just looking at the amount of states here. It's interesting. I'm trying to look for for Illinois because it's uh, it looks like Illinois is split 
between mashed potatoes and I hope this is wrong, but this looks like the light green, which would mean salad. What are we doing, Illinois? Salad on Thanksgiving? This is the Midwest. Why? Salad on Thanksgiving. One, why in general? Two, what type of terrible Thanksgivings are you at where that's the number one thing you like? Why would there be a salad at Thanksgiving? It doesn't make any sense. It's just filler. Right. Get that it out It doesn't of even here. fill very well. That's stupid. If I if the thing my aunt that has salad me. this year, I'm gonna throw it at her. And I love her. She's one of my favorite people, but I will dump the bowl on her head. Like Aunt Joe. And 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 I'm looking at you, Virginia. Virginia yeah. had salad as the number one thing. Well not tied with anything else or whatever. I used to live there, you know that? Yes. I lived in Virginia for two years of my life. I was like well. kindergarten and first grade. So I don't I remember a couple things. Kabuki which was our favorite okay. uh, hibachi place. Okay. And there was, we lived in the, uh, in Roanoke and overlooking Roanoke, mm-hmm. there was a big illuminated star on the mountain that I hmm. will always remember that. And we had the entire Southern experience on our block. We had two neighbors. We had the lemons. Okay. And we had the Lawson's and mm-hmm. the lemons were like really buttoned up proper Southern folk. And yeah. the Lawson's were hillbillies. <laughs> and we were right in the middle. It was nice. great. I, did, I I would like to go back and visit, but not okay. if they have a salad at Thanksgiving. No, f that. So a couple a couple other notes here. Sixty seven percent of Americans prefer the side dishes to the entree. That checks out. I would. Yeah, I like turkey, but I would sa- I would sooner sacrifice that than the mashed potatoes. Like, is there a worse? time it takes and effort it takes to prepare versus how much people truly enjoy it food than thanksgiving turkey i would say generally you're right i do genuinely like turkey like Mm -hmm. i enjoy it and look forward to it but i know i'm i'm not normal in that way i think most people can kind of take or leave it i genuinely love it so Mm -hmm. i'm the wrong guy to ask but i I think you're still though even the best turkey is it worth nine hours of prep Probably no. not. Probably no. not. And 54%, they would be perfectly happy with only sides for Thanksgiving. No turkey, meaning a 17% increase in that thought from last year. I mean, I wouldn't miss it, but I, it wouldn't make or break Thanksgiving for me. Yeah. You know, like if, if I could fill my plate with mashed potatoes, corn, mac and cheese, and stuffing, I'm going to mm-hmm. be pretty happy. The last note is that people are more apt to add more spice to their foods this year. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 30%, I believe it said 30% more are at least considering adding spicier ingredients to their Thanksgiving items that they're making. I've seen like, you know, Cajun turkeys and, you know, like people will they'll spice up the brine a little bit, mm-hmm. which isn't the word. It is truly the most bland of the poultries. Um, yeah, but I usually like for me on Thanksgiving, I usually just, I just pepper the crap out of everything. Yeah. That's kind of my philosophy in general with, with a lot of stuff is, uh, Sam is a much more heavy salt person. I'm an extremely heavy pepper person. I honestly, Rick don't remember the last time I took salt and put it on something. Really? 
I well, I put on my mom's soup in her uh, in the rehab facility because it was very boring. But okay, I've like salting fries or food. It's everything is so salty already. Yeah, like generally, I don't I don't do that. But pepper, I usually mm. will. Any I put pepper on most stuff. Yeah, so that's interesting. I hmm. the the thing about that is like the I think the reason people opt to not go to spice things up is because Thanksgiving you're serving so many people. True. And if there's someone that's not going to like it, then. Right. Then that kind of sucks. Yeah. Although I can understand wanting to do it because the spice would kind of cut through pretty well and maybe give yeah. a little bit of relief to that, like, same 95 mile an hour fastball over the middle that you're getting with everything else. Yeah. I, yeah. I would just say spice up the brine a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think you have to go nuts, but. No. Spicing up the brine is never a bad idea. Right. That was also my band name in high school. Spicing up the brine. Yeah, that's good. It's they sound funky. They sound like they have a brass section to them. Yeah, exactly. That's all I was looking for. <laughs> yeah, you did it. You nailed it. Um, hey, you know where I haven't gotten to yet, and I keep meaning to. Nick and mm-hmm. Ivy. I'm very frustrated yes. by the fact that I have not been able to get out there. I mean, life is happening that I is completely out of my control. So, I hope uh, Paul and Chrissy understand. But I'll be out there as soon as I can because trust me. I have many reasons to drink. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, while I wait to go out there, you all should go out yes. there out in Lockport, 1026 South State Street. And guess what? Just because it's south it doesn't mean you can't get there. It's okay. Right. Culture exists south of Roosevelt Road. I promise you all, north side people, <clears throat> you're going to be okay. You're not going to get kidnapped by, you know, I don't know. It's okay to come south. There's good stuff out here, jerks. Lockport's very cool. 1026 mm-hmm. South State Street. Come get some of the best damn beer you're ever going to have at Nick and Ivy Brewing. And we say it every week, there is a beer there for everybody. Whatever you're into, whatever your beer tastes, even if you kind of cringe at the idea of craft beers, they're going to have two or three beers that are going to appeal to you and that you're going to like. I promise you that. It's so good. Mm-hmm. They've got the bases covered for everybody there. Walk in on a weekend. All the sports will be on. Bears, Hawks, Bulls, whatever. You can tell them to turn it off. Don't let the Bears deter you. (laughs) Yeah. You can just turn your back to the TVs, too. That's allowed. Um, But if you love live music, every Tuesday there's an open mic. Every Friday and Saturday, live acts come and play their stage. They don't serve food, but you can bring any food you want into Nick and Ivy. Totally cool. Totally laid back spot. Check it out. Nick and Ivy Brewing on Facebook and Instagram. NickIvyBrewing.com is their website. Again, 1026 South State Street in Lockport. Get out there and give that a shot. You'll love it. I promise. Yeah, Yeah, I need to get back out there to maybe. Hmm. Okay, an idea that I'm going to spoil because uh, people that will be at Thanksgiving listen to to the podcast. Maybe I'll see who would want some beer, what type of beer they would like, and maybe on my way down for Thanksgiving, stop by Nick and Ivy, pick up some beer. Smart. Mm -hmm. Get something, Rick, autumnal. Mm -hmm. Oh. (laughs) All right. I have uh, have one more thing here uh, before we get to Ask a Fats. I know we've kind of gone around a little bit. Have we? So (laughs) You noticed that, huh? I mean, yeah, right? (laughs) 
Yeah. I like how before we're like, yeah, I got like two things. Yeah, I got maybe three things. And it's like, oh, we've hit on like three things we didn't even talk about yet. So, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, I forgot to mention uh, this as I'm bad yes. at doing reads. Uh-huh. Uh, they have yes. a twist cone stout right now at Nick and Ivy, uh, the Nick of Time. And you can get them in the Southwest Suburban Jewels. Like the Bolingbrook area, like there, mm-hmm. you can look for Nick and Ivy in your jewels if you're out in the Southwest Burbs. So do that. So okay, when sorry. you're going to get your brunch at the Tasty Biscuit, right. then go to the Jewels and get yourself some Nick and Ivy. So on Monday, I picked up Sam from O'Hare because she went and worked a wedding out in California, and she was like, "I am hungry. I haven't, you know, just like." Busy day, didn't have much time to eat. Right. So she's like, okay, one of these places is where I usually go on my way back from O'Hare. So I kind of chose blindly and we went to Marino's Woodfire Pizza. Okay. That one's at 136 East Irving Park Road in Wooddale. There's also one in Outgrow Village, uh, which I guess the reputation is that the Elk Grove Village one is even a little bit better, which okay. which the Wooddale was very good. So they had a Masticholi special. Ooh. And that is what the old picture is of. Yes. Because that was I'm I'm specializing in pictures of things covered in cheese this week. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like you wouldn't think necessarily like let's go for Masticholi when you're out at a restaurant or restaurant. Why not? But it was really good i got mine with the meat sauce sam got hers with the marinara and it was awesome like really good maybe not like holy cow i you absolutely have to make a special trip for this but if you're on your way back from o'hare like it's a really good option if you've been on a flight for a long time and you're like i need something substantial it's right there for you uh, they've, they've got drinks, they've got all that stuff. We got the fries as well. Crinkle cut fries that were very good. Just, and I didn't even, now I'm like, I want to go back to see how good the wood, a wood fire pizza is tough to turn down. Yeah. But the Mastacholi special was staring me in the face. So I'm like, screw it. Let's just go for that. So I'm going to want to go back and try their pizza. Uh, just because I am thoroughly curious now is this after the having that kind of place where there are servers or is it a place you kind of order and sit down you more order and sit down okay. and they bring it out to you okay yeah i was wondering about so like the vibes I, of the place yeah so vibe wise it's pretty laid back like you know they'll bring you some wine if you want some beer they got it there for you so it can have that little bit of a feel but also they have like the napkins and the thing at uh at your table nice okay and you go get your own you go you go get your own pap from the uh machine so it's it's like kind of a good vibe for me where it's like yeah you know you feel good and if doesn't feel like it's true like fast food ish but you can also like it can it can be a little nicer but it's also pretty laid back yeah nice i'm glad to see that um because your masacholi was so lacking in carbs that you got some fries too yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that was that was one hundred percent our thought process. And is that your uh, is that your is that your tummy on the bottom there? Oh yeah! <laughs> wow, it totally is. Are, I didn't. Are you wearing I, you the, know, same the funny shirt? thing is, uh, no okay. that that was a polo because oh. I uh, I think I had come 
not straight from work, but I had worked that day. That's funny. I think I actually meant to trim that photo and then just totally forgot about it. No, it's a good cameo. It's a good Easter that's egg for great. people watching. Uh, that's yeah. great. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, spe- I know that uh, I hope Paul doesn't get mad at me, but we did actually go to a brewery last night. Um, Hope and I were kind of, we were kidless for like two hours for the first time forever. And Hope's like, nice. you need to get out, don't you? I'm like, indeed, I do need to get out. Yes. Please, let's go somewhere. So we went to Flipside Brewery in Tinley Park. So if you're familiar with the area, you have 183rd in Harlem. There's uh, Jojo Bistro, formerly known as uh, Joy Yee Noodles. There's the open bottle liquor store right there. And then across the street, you've got going from east to west, you've got Culver's. And then you've got mm-hmm. Mr. Rico Loco and Flipside are in the same plaza. Flipside used to be 390 Brewing. It was the same spot, mm-hmm. new owners and got great drinks and the food there was real good we got some really solid food uh there's a look at at hope's beer she got like a caramely uh like a like a a very autumnal beer uh as you do at this time of year uh she got a uh it was a chipotle chicken melt so that was like a grilled cheese with like shredded chipotle chicken in it and you could sort of see there the nachos yeah right above same kind of chicken and those those were great I was just feeling kind of basic, so I got the chicken tenders with uh, buffalo sauce, and then they had the, the fries with them. The okay. tenders were really good, like really tender, really hearty with that crispy batter. You know, you can mm-hmm. see like there's the little like hanging pieces off the batter that are just like little fried pieces. Yeah. Really good. Felt full when we left. And then I got a, uh apple apple pie old-fashioned. You can see Ooh. the, uh, yeah, there's little pieces of apple pie crust in the yeah. drink yeah buddy it was good and there's the plate of nachos right there with the, you can see the chicken it, that looks like tacos but it's not that's a big plate of nachos lettuce you got the shredded chicken the it's not sour cream it's like the crema like a lime crema over there sure black beans and then they also had like um not like not like melted nacho cheese on them they were mm-hmm. really good so if you're looking for uh looks good another kind of a low-key similar vibe to nick and ivy maybe not quite as casual and neighborhoody is nick and ivy but still not at all pretentious Flipside brewing 7144 uh 183rd street in tinley park and like before we left we went to the bathroom and it's like they've got uh like trivia night they're doing um actually i think that hope might reach out to you rick they're doing tgif trivia night oh okay so they've got like bingo and like uh they're doing a bazaar on sunday like there's all sorts of cool stuff like going on there all the time and mm-hmm. like went in there and it was, you know, hey, sit, sit wherever you want. Everybody was really super friendly. It was another cool laid back kind of a brewery. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the vibe in there. So the food was great. It's a place to go back. I will say I got a beer. Hope got a uh, or Hope got a beer. I got the old fashioned. We got an app, two entrees, and then I got a bottle of Filbert's Diet Coke. Okay. With tip, it was like 100 bucks. It wasn't cheap. Uh, but we got a lot of food and we were full and we each had a cocktail. Okay. Like my, my cocktail was expensive and I knew it. Like it was, yeah. there was a lot to that. Uh, I think it was yeah, like you earned bucks. that one. Yeah. So, um, but it's not like, but still though, if you like wanted to stop in for lunch, mm-hmm. the entrees were like 12 bucks. Okay. So you could eat lunch and have a beer and get out of there for under 20 probably. So yeah, the tip is what gets you, you know? Sure. So yeah, but it was, it was really good. Highly recommend. 
Uh, I didn't feel like that was an unfair price, but just kind of a warning. Like, if you're going to go there, yeah. it's not going to be – it's not cheap eats by any means. Oh, I I actually went one other place this week. Oh. And I'm not necessarily recommending it, <laughs> but it's more just like a check-in for everybody. Uh, I work right near the Hooters on Butterfield. Uh, yes. That's in Downers Grove. Yes, you do. I mean, we went for the, the like, uh, cheap – cheap wing Wednesday or whatever it was. It was like 10 boneless and fries or, or tots for like nine bucks. And um, yeah, Hooters is still what it is. Mm. It's uh, yeah. The, like I got, I got the wings medium and I mean, there was like not a whole lot of actual flavor on there. There's and, no, you have to get the hot at Hooters. You have to get the hottest sauce to have any kind of heat. Yeah, it was, um, we went and it was cheap. That's about what I can say about it. So I hadn't been to a Hooters since a, um, a Miller Lite top draft show with Lawrence and enter bear or former bear here. (laughs) Yes. So that was really the only time I'd ever been to a Hooters actually outside of when my dad took me to one for the don't mess up in college speech, which seems a little bit mixed messaging. See all those don't touch them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Without asking. that was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was essentially what the uh, what that ended up uh, <laughs> turning into. Still messed what up a, in college. What a bonding moment. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was so weird. I, you know, like, I like Hooters, but every time I've gone, like, oh, you know, I got a taste. I'm like, yeah, this is just not. There's not a lot I mean, going it, on here. Like, they're not no it, big. I, it used to be kind of the only place to get wings, and now there's so many other yeah. options. It's like, why would you? It feels like it'd be going into a time machine, kind of. Well, it also still feels kind of like icky yeah. being in there now, too. Like now, I'm a middle mm-hmm. age. I'm a, like by definition a middle aged man. Yeah, these girls are young. They're mm-hmm. in their early twenties. Like they're more. Yeah. They're closer to Addie than they are to me, and it's just, I don't know. I feel like there's like Hooters should have a thing. Like you have to be between eighteen and thirty. To come in mm-hmm. here. <laughs> no one I else is allowed. <laughs> so do you remember Undercover Boss? The show, the yeah. Show? Yeah, yep. They had on, I forget if it was the CEO, but it was like one of the high-ranking people in Hooters on it. And like the guy was surprised at the reputation of the place. It's like, show me you never leave a boardroom and or like stop looking at spreadsheets without saying it. Yeah, really. Like, it was it was ridiculous. Like uh, whatever it's it, it was i have no, no judgment for people that work there like it's totally sure, like, do, do your you. thing but I, I just for me being in there as an old guy it's like i it's difficult it's yeah i it just it makes me feel old it makes me feel creepy and i'm not even like creeping but it's right. like this is not for me this place is not made for me anymore yeah exactly. 20 years ago 15 years ago it mm-hmm. was but now now it's not for no, me. No, not so much. Not for me, dog. Uh, one more shout out real quick, too. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom has been eating. She loves filet of fish from McDonald's. So, like, mm-hmm. I had mentioned that to the hospital staff a couple times. Like, oh, that's your favorite. You know, we're just making small talk. And, like, two different people said you had to try the fish sandwich at Culver's. Yeah. I did. And it was excellent. So, if you like a fish sandwich, the one at Culver's is, like, a different level. Their fish is great, like, during Lent. They always have like the yeah. walleye and it's amazing. And I make sure I get at least once or twice during Lent. 
But just her standard, like, I think it's a cod, like a cod filet fish sandwich. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is, the Kevin Harlan special. Yes. God, it is cod. <laughs> uh, it is absolutely delicious. So it's not as cheap as a filet of fish, of course, but the quality of the fish is unreal. It's so much better. It's like the kind of thing you would get at a supper club in Wisconsin. It was that good. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the place in Florida? The Snook Inn. I can't believe I thought of that. Wow. The Snook Inn. If you've ever been to the Snook Inn in Florida... It is a similar fish sandwich to there. So there you go. Um, what else? I think we're good. Ask a fat? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a fat's brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy, and here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, French toast, Old Bay, Cajun, and six pepper bacon. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, and the spicy. If you're planning to order for the holidays, do it uh, as soon as you can. I'll be making a bunch of flavors this week and then trying to stock up every week until seemingly forever. But that's a good problem to have. Like Jay always says, it makes a great gift. If you want to win the holidays, give your friends and family some bacon. And if you don't want to give them some bacon... I've got some cool merch, t-shirts, hats, beanies to keep their heads warm this winter, magnets, coffee mugs, stickers. If you want to win the holidays, contact me. For The Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. All right, I'm glad I heard that because I have an idea for a Christmassy bacon. I don't know if this will work. Rick? Hmm. Cranberry? Something like cranberry something? Maybe? Maybe like something like that, like a because he has the raspberry. Yeah. So like a cra- like cran something, like cranberry something could work. Huh. Like maybe like cranberry applewood smoked. I don't mind that. All right, Charlie, let us know how it goes, or if that <laughs> even is something you should try because I have no idea. Right. <laughs> but it just that's a a flavor that came to mind is like holiday ish. That mm-hmm. could work on a on a bacon. All right. Anyway, maybe better as a bacon jam. Eh, we'll see. We'll see what Charlie says. And it could be, you're yeah. an idiot. Shut up. Which would be valid. Yes. Uh, get yourself mm-hmm. some bacon. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram. Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. At CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. Uh, website coming very soon. And it's going to be absolutely spectacular. One of the best websites you've ever seen. Why? Because it's designed by our friend, Mark Fishman. There you go coming soon very very soon uh but get yourself some bacon and if like if you've got an idea for a bacon that you'd like charlie to try like he's been trying with the malort bacon recently that was a listener idea hit him up let him know and he'll get it done for you all right we only have we have three voicemails today okay uh, we only have one email but it's a good one all right so let's start okay. here as i switch my roadcaster channels to the proper channel all right here we go hey fans jason and Oscar. Just quick question. I wanted to see if you guys seen this new uh, fat hack that I saw on social media. Uh, if you are a big fan of Rice Krispie Treats, you stick your spoon in marshmallow fluff and then directly just stick that spoon into a bowl full of Rice Krispies and take a bite and boom, Rice Krispie Treat. Thought you guys would enjoy that one. Keep up the good work. Love the pot. Thanks. This man is a genius. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! We just have a little thing of marshmallow. Like Hope just bought one. I don't know what she bought it for. I think it's there to torture me. 
And every but now every, you know what it was bought for. Yeah, I know. Every couple nights I go in there and just take a spoon and just take like one or two bites of it and mm-hmm. put it back. That's a damn good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be doing that and reporting back next week. All right. Godspeed. <laughs> Hello, Fats. How are you doing? This is Nick from Oak Forest. It's been a while since I called, but I was listening to the last episode and you guys were talking about two things that piqued my interest. One, Jay, you mentioned that when you get wings recently, you've been eating the ranch if it comes included with them. I'd recommend getting and trying the ranch at Wingstop. It's really good. I'm not a huge ranch guy, but that ranch is out of this world. Um, second thing, there was a caller that called in and was talking about the drop when we're in the drive through and somebody drops the change. Whose fault is it? Um, I used to work at McDonald's. I've definitely got a story about a drop that I think was kind of my fault, but I think was also the fault of the person driving so a guy orders a range of food. He's come up to my window. I have to hand him everything. He's got among his items two supersized drinks in one of those drink carrier things. And it's kind of flimsy, and he's in a big truck, and I'm trying to hand it out the window, and I have to hand it up to the man. And as I'm lifting it up and he's trying to grab it, the drink carrier cracked. Mm. One drink fell onto the floor outside. One drink fell into his lap. I was terribly embarrassed. I apologized profusely. Um, the guy looked super pissed but luckily all he said was just please grab me some napkins so anyways keep up the good work fats nice to hear from you and talk to you soon that's it it's nobody's fault yeah this is what it is you know i i think i will say i have learned in my years as a fat that you should when you use a drink carrier to do the corners don't have Mm -hmm. two on one side that way when you hand it up that's balanced weight wise um and i think as long as you replace what he, what you spilled, or maybe give him a, I, I, I don't know if McDonald's like even gives refunds. I don't think the employees have the power to do that. Probably not. Um, but just replace it and apologize. There's nothing more you can do. These things happen. Give him an apple pie. Yeah, throw an apple pie his way, or a tasty biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and as for the ranch, I have heard really, I have heard Wingstop has the best ranch. I've not tried. It. I'm not saying like I'm suddenly a ranch guy. But now and again, if it comes on the plate, let's say I get sure. 10 boneless wings or 10 wings, I will dip like one or two of them in a ranch. Okay. So I'll try it. I'm just, I'm still not, I still would typically opt out, but I don't know. Maybe I'll change mm-hmm. my mind over time. All right. One more voicemail. Patrick okay. from Humboldt Park here. Or should I say Patrick from Humboldt Park? <laughs> nice. Anyway, a couple episodes ago, the Elmhurst location of Killwinds. First time I went to Killwinds was like 10 or 15 years ago up in Saugatuck, Michigan. And that's one of the things you did when you visited that small lake town is you stopped by Saugatuck for ice cream and fudge. And it was good ice cream. It was great fudge. But now that there's Killwinds in several Chicago suburb locations, it's definitely lost some of the appeal to me. Heck, next time I'm in Saugatuck, I may not even stop by. Got me thinking about every time I visit my brother out in L.A. as well. You know I'm going to In-N-Out Burger when I'm out there. Now, I've got no delusions that In-N-Out Burger is the best burger in the country. Heck, I think Red Hot Ranch does that style better here in Chicago. So it got me thinking, if food is available that you like, and it, uh, if there's food that you like, and it becomes, like, more available, easier to obtain, do you like that? Or is there something to be said that food can taste better if you have to work for it or you can only get it in certain situations? Thanks, Beth. Talk to you soon. Yeah. Absolutely. I, you're right. Like Killwinds is a good example of a place that it was only a couple places. Now it's everywhere. And you're like, meh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my number one example of this is Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Like I used to, when, when we, funny, I mentioned that when I lived in Virginia, there was mm-hmm. Chick-fil-A there and we loved it. We got it not all the time, but a couple times a month, right? It was my mom's favorite. Now that it's here, every four months, maybe. Okay. Like I just, I just don't go there. I don't go there for other reasons usually, but sometimes my mom will right. like just get a taste. So I'll go. Um, sure. And I just, it just doesn't feel as special anymore. And I would imagine that if in and out Burger came here, it would be the same thing. Everyone would be really excited about it right away, and then it would just become kind of another another place. Like that that's kind of like the Krispy Kreme phenomenon, too. Sure. It's like this big thing, yeah. and then all of a sudden they were everywhere, and then people were like, All right, I've had enough. I'm good. And now they're kind of I few think, and far between again. I think generally I'm okay with it being more available. And I might do that where I might like go from one extreme to the other and binge it for a little bit and then regulate myself. But it's still great that it's available and it's still really good. One that's kind of worth the opposite around here, and I know I mentioned it a ton on the podcast, is that Baker Square Pies. Yeah. You used to be able to find those pretty easily, especially now when it's like holidays and it's like, hey, I'm not a good baker. I want to bring something. What can I bring? Okay, Baker Square Pie. Now, I mean... I could go down to, I think it's Woodridge where there's one. So maybe that's an after work thing. Head in the opposite direction for a little bit, get a pie, come home and be a hero. Or like it's just scrounging around, seeing what jewels have them. Right. Which is frustrating. So now when I have it, it maybe it does taste a little bit better just because I don't have that sensation as often, but still like I haven't, lost love for anything because it's more available now. Yeah. I mean, look, it's still, it's just not as special, but yeah. Like yeah. would I prefer having it available to not available? Of course. Yeah. It's, that's like me and my favorite place. Juniors, the hot dog place is there's only one mm-hmm. left. It's called widens. Um, and it's like the last place around here that sells that kind of hot dog. Um, yeah. so I have it less, so I miss it more, but I, I mean, if they came back, I'd be there all the time. Like, it's just, it's my favorite place. So yeah, available is better, but I think especially specialty places like that, like Killwinds, Mm -hmm. where the appeal of Killwinds is you feel like you're going into this old school place. It's been there for 150 years. Yeah. But when one pops up in Naperville, you're like, well, this isn't old. Right. This is just, they just opened one and they made it look old, you know, so it's not quite the same thing, you know. And it's in like every bougie-ish suburb so it's like there's one in geneva and and wheaton and naperville and it's like okay we get it yeah there's one downtown there's like one on michigan avenue is there yeah like down michigan like kind of by um where was the draft was it roosevelt university right yes yeah it was uh it's like down that way like okay. maybe elbow you know maybe further south it doesn't matter it's like southish on michigan sure. but not south mm-hmm. loop you know still in the downtown area anyway yeah uh drive to a Killwinds. there's a lot of them and do it in your mazda from mazda of orland park that's what i do got my cx30 my cx5 still going strong that cx5 is a 2015 and uh, drives like today i got it uh there is a little problem though something crawled into it and died oh yeah it doesn't smell good like we've been like tearing the car apart trying to find it and sure. it must be like in the bottom part of the car so we just kind of lovely have to, we just have to kind of wait which isn't i, t- I talked to, to eric vates and he's like yeah you kind of just had to let it 
run its course. He's like, open your hood, mm. make sure there's not like a family of possums in there. But you would probably sure. know ahead of time if that was the case. And of course, it didn't or wasn't. So some little critter, maybe a squirrel or a mouse or something, crawled in there and didn't make it out. And now we're kind of dealing with that smell. But the car runs great. <laughs> <laughs> and eventually we'll smell normal again. Uh, but go get yourself a CX-30, CX-5, CX-90, CX-50. So many great cars at Mazda of Orland Park. And uh, you can get great Mazda anywhere because they're great vehicles. But the service there is second to none. So check them out. 8910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. All right. We got one email. So let's get to it. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. And if we had an emailer of the show, which we don't, but we're going to give it to Drew, uh, who identifies himself as a repeat customer of Charlie's. That's also a bonus. Thank you. He mm-hmm. says, Dear Fats, I did a fat thing. What's better than a Kurger burger? One that's fatter and without any salad. I okay. went to our favorite blue-roofed establishment last week. I decided to go inside for this order as it was going to be a little different, and I had some coupons to use. I proceeded nice. to order two plain Kurger burgers for myself, both without buns, just curd patty and beef patty. Could I have ordered a single Kurger burger with an extra beef patty and curd patty? Probably, but who's to say? For some reason, I thought ordering two would be simpler for the cashier to understand. After the five-minute drive home, I combined them into one sandwich. Two beef patties in the middle with a curd patty each on top and bottom. The verdict? Pretty good, though I probably won't do it again. I needed to try it once, though, for science. Side note, I started to order my go-to side from Culver's, the cheese curds, but then I realized I might have enough curdage, so I only got the pretzel bites instead, which were very good. Yes, the pretzel bites are great. That is inspired, man, to take the bun away. The bun? I don't know where that is. Hold on. Wait for it. It's in here somewhere. The bun? And make it curder curds with the meat between... That's inspired. I can't imagine that was very great, though. Yeah, because those once you break into that curd patty, it loses integrity quick, which is fine when it's just a topping on a burger. But when it's supposed to be the stable part of the burger, that's a little bit rough. And also just like their bread is good. Yeah, it's not like you're dealing with a place where it's just blah. I imagine you burnt the shit out of your fingertips, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're not kidding. Yeah. I will not try that. The Rice Krispie thing I will no. try. I will not be trying the curd patty uh, burgers. But No, I, I still have to do the thing that our insider suggested and get the double curder burger and then put the patty in the middle. Yeah. I mean, that sounds good. That's... Yes. Yes. But yeah, I've been... I, I have... What, last time I was at Culver's, I got the fish sandwich instead because I want to try it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to try it. I got to get a Kurger burger before it goes away. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'll have to do that today. That's a shame. That is truly awful. It's truly the worst thing ever. I'm very upset about this news. All right. Hey, we're just over an hour. Look at us. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're actually being efficient with this thing for once. Hey. Unlike the Bears or the Bulls. Hmm. Well, the Hawks just lost eight eight to one, but they're trying to lose. So, you know. Oh, okay. (laughs) We'll see how tonight goes and tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, same. (laughs) The Bulls are in Denver on a back-to-back. What's the worst that could happen? Anywho, we're clearly recording this on on, uh, Saturday. What day is today? Saturday. Saturday. Wow. 
<laughs> Follow us on all of our social media, not for our use of a calendar, but just for everything else at I'm Fat Pod, I'm Fat Pod at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon, Spotify if you like. I'm Fat Merch.com starting the 9th through the rest of the month. That's when sales are happening. Also, even if you don't want our merch, go through our link because I'm going to get a kickback when you order whatever it is that you're ordering for people. And then youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast, subscribe, and then like each video. Even if you don't end up watching them, that's okay. Or if you don't really want to watch, but you want to do the ultimate thing for us, hit play, put it on mute. And it's on a tab that you're not listening to, but we get to rack up those minutes and those hours that people are listening to our and watching our stuff. And then of course you can subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, and resubscribe to the regular podcast feed. Leave us the old five-star review. Uh, we have not gotten a review in months. Come that on. would be wonderful and much appreciated. And the best thing you can do is check out our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda Forland Park, Fredo's Culinary Kitchen, and Nick and Ivy Brewing. So for Jay, I'm Rick, and this is the I'm Fat Podcast. I hope you really have a fantastic day.